welcome to our show, uh, ADHD Focused. My name is Sherry Dahlheimer, and I am here with Michelle Moyer-Sheps today, and she's going to talk about um, how she parents her son, who, uh, his name is Walker, and he um, has, he's on the, the ADHD spectrum, he has ADHD and Asperger's, and Michelle does some really, really cool things with him. Um, She's also my cousin, and I want to thank her for being here. And uh, I just want to just let her talk and, and fill, fill the audience in on her strategies for success with um, an ADHD child. With school starting, uh, parents, this is really cool stuff to listen to. So I'm hoping you get I really enjoy this show, and um, we'll get uh, some input from Michelle, and hopefully it will uh, lead other people to a successful school year with their children. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Sure. Um, so do you want to tell us a little about, um, about your strategies that for success with Walker? Okay. Well, um, at, what do you want to know? I'm not sure where to start. How do you, how do you create a successful, um, parenting environment for, for Walker in, in like say dealing with school or like day to day um, interactions with him when he's with you how do you like what are your what are your strategies or your tips okay well um, I know it's very important to have co uh, constant contact with their teacher mm -hmm. that's vital to have communication mm -hmm. and, and the child needs to know that you have that communication with their teacher you, you need to be in a, a united front mm -hmm. just like just like parents in the home, they need to be in a united front. That's also important with the parent and the teacher. Mm -hmm. So what kind of um, successes have you had with the, with the constant interaction with the teacher? Um, well, when she would, well, first of all, he's in an emotional support classroom setting. Mm -hmm. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay, so he's in an emotional support classroom setting, mm -hmm. and he has he has one teacher for the majority of his day for all of his main subjects. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in tenth grade, or he'll be in tenth grade, I should say. And then for his other classes, he'll have other teachers for driver's ed and gym and things of that nature. And he's been in emotional support since the seventh grade. Okay. So what? No, I'm sorry. The eighth grade. The eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. So is that a structured um, type of class for him? I mean, is it more structured than, say, the mainstream? Or what? What is the difference between the emotional support classroom and the regular classroom? Well, an emotional support, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot more calm of an environment. Mm-hmm. Um. Gosh, I don't know how to explain it. Now, I work in emotional support at my own job mm -hmm. at an elementary school, though. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure it differs with high school students, but in our classroom in emotional support, it, it is a structured environment, but a lot of things are also, um, they're, they're tweaked to be on the student's level. Mm-hmm rather than the norm for the typical student mm -hmm. in a typical classroom. 
So things are more individualized than according to the, the children's individual needs? Yes, yes. Okay. So something that would cause the child to um, say have, have a behavior problem in a, in a quote-unquote normal classroom setting, they mm -hmm. would take that away from them so that they could learn in a calmer atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, one thing in particular that I know that his teacher does at his high school, which I really, really like, is she has the lights dim. It makes it a lot calmer of a setting. Oh, nice. Instead using, yeah, instead of using the bright overhead lights, she has, like, lamps and, and smaller lights mm -hmm. throughout the room. It's a nice ambiance. Nice, nice. So she creates atmosphere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think about like going out to dinner, like we went today <laughs> to McDonald's and it was very like, oh, if, if a person had a sensory processing disorder, I was kind of getting a little crazy because there was loud music playing and this was like a, it was a coffee shop kind of music, but they had it turned up really loud. Uh huh. And then there was a child in there with special needs who was, I don't, he could have been on this spectrum too because uh, he was like stomping his feet and he was like kind of half paying attention to this game, but he was very kind of distracted and the game that he had was a video game. Mm -hmm. And so he was stomping his feet and so there was loud music, foot stomping going and the child was making noises also as he was stomping his feet. Uh, like, what kind of making? So it was very, you know, it was not a very emotionally supportive environment for me. I was ready to just leave as soon as I, you know, took the first sip of my soda. But um, yeah. So, what kind of noises was the child making? Oh, I don't know. Just just verbal noises. Just I don't know. Just not like, like your kids. Just sounds like I don't know. He could have been on the, the spectrum. I mean, I I don't know for sure. I I just observed him. Um, you know, briefly, but so in, in that case, that wouldn't be very supportive for someone who say for somebody who had that like sensory uh, processing disorder, mm -hmm. even some Asperger's cases that would have like maybe set them off. Um, but the dim lights did, um, what other uh, techniques do they use in the emotional support classrooms to help the kids learn? Um, in Walker's classroom, uh oh gosh i don't know but i can find i can find out for you everything that she does oh that would be so i was thinking of like do the kids sit at desks yes yes they have separate desks uh-huh what about a like a more relaxing environment does she ever use music in the classroom maybe for uh I'm not sure if she does or not. Now, in the school that I work in, mm -hmm. uh, the emotional support classroom that I work in is kindergarten, first, and second grade. Mm -hmm. now, there's, an, uh, there's another emotional support classroom for third, fourth, and fifth grade. Uh -huh. And I know that one of the teachers in that classroom, she would often put on, uh, an, on a low tone, like classical music and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have heard before of, of people using that method and it working. Now, with Walker, he doesn't have any homework at home for the most part. Uh -huh. The most part of 
part, all of his work is done at school, mm -hmm. which is a great help to me because homework was always a really big struggle. Mm -hmm. But he really hasn't had to have any homework to do at home for the past couple of years since he started emotional support. That's great. So is he able to get more done in school then through the, through the support of the classroom? I, I believe so. Before he started emotional support, his grades were like pretty much all C's, D's, and F's. Uh -huh. Since he started emotional support, it's been all A's, B's, and C's. Oh, that's wonderful. So it has made a world of difference, and I have been so grateful since he started in that classroom. You know, there's a, there's a saying out there that, that they said, if the kids aren't learning, the teacher isn't teaching. And I, I really believe that's true. Um, but you have to teach the way the children learn. Uh-huh. You know, not everybody's a visual learner or not everybody's an auditory learner. Or, um, you know, some people may need to jump up and down to recite things to remember them. Um, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. all, it's all working with how, the, how you know, kinesthetic learners, um, you know, how, what, what type of input, you know, gets these people going, you know, um, gets these mm -hmm. kids going and, and really excited about learning. Now, with Walker, when he used to have to do homework at home, mm -hmm. and it was always a real struggle to get him to sit and focus and mm -hmm. to do the work and to apply himself, um, one of the things that I used to do with him that helped a lot was to, um, well, he's, he's always been real imaginative and, and really creative thinking, mm -hmm. and so I used to play school with him. I, I used to play school with him, and he would be the teacher, and I would be the student, and he would be teaching me the materials that he learned in school. Oh, that's awesome. And so without him realizing it, that was actually a way of getting him to study. Mm-hmm. So and, and the same thing, too, with, uh, with uh, there was a couple times where I would have him give me a test or a quiz here and there. Mm -hmm. And so that was very helpful, too. That is awesome. So he was teaching you, but then in the, in the, in the same way, he was also learning by... Yeah, by doing. Kind of like role reversal. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And he loved it. He was really into it. Uh -huh. He had a podium set up and everything. Awesome. <laughs> that is so works. Yeah, definitely. So that, that allowed him to use some creativity then. Yeah. And, and also a little bit of play with the school thing. Um, so did he give you like rewards when you did well or did you no. get like gold stars? No, nothing like that? No, not for me. Did he get some kind of reward? Like, what was his, um, like, reinforcement for doing it? Did just just having fun of the fun of doing it that way, or? I, I would think so. Yeah, I didn't have any special rewards or anything for for getting the job done, but it was but it was fun. He was having fun uh -huh. and a lot to him. So you made it a fun game and 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 allowed him to use his creativity and by that way he's he actually studied and, and learned and got um he got his studying and and got better grades that is really a cool strategy i like that and and there were also times that he would ask me a question and on purpose i would give him a wrong answer 
so he could correct me just you know just to see if he actually knew the correct answer himself uh-huh so in other words i was playing stupid <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool um that that's that's a neat strategy so you guys you do photography now right yes so how does that is that like a reward for him i i saw some things that he likes he, he shot some pictures too does he he likes the photography he has a little bit of an eye too, I think, and uh, every once in a while he likes to borrow my camera and, and go outside and take pictures uh -huh. by himself. And I'm just crossing my fingers that my camera comes back home in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> no problems so far. Oh, that's great. But he has, he has several different interests. Uh-huh. So he, uh, he, he loves to ride bike. Uh -huh. He loves to go fishing. And like I said, he also does love photography. Mm -hmm. um, now, with fishing, fishing is a very relaxing thing for him to do. Mm -hmm. He's like a totally different kid when he has that fishing rod in his hand. He's so, he's so calm. Normally, he's so uh, full of energy, and he just wants to go, go, go. But when he has that fishing rod in his hand, it's really relaxing for him. That's cool. That's so neat. So just taking that and out of being out in nature and, and, you know, sitting there and listening to like, you know, the fish jumping or the birds in the trees and that, that just sort of. And just that. being out in the fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fresh air and sunshine and fishing. That's so awesome. Yep. I know being out in nature has, has proven to be really good for kids. Um, what do you think about, the high school though like 10th grade they don't you like you don't get recess no so is he in any kind of sports in school that he gets to like be outside or get that energy like going or anything like that release the energy or he does want to try baseball this year again uh -huh. he hasn't played for a couple of years now but he did play for several years in a row mm -hmm. uh in elementary school and through middle school, I believe. Now, an incentive for him there was that his father was one of the assistant coaches. Uh-huh. So he really enjoyed that quality time playing baseball with dad. Oh, good. <laughs> but so, like I said, he, he says he wants to try out for it this year with the mm -hmm. high school, so we'll see what happens there. I would really, really like to see him do that. I really miss watching him play. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with the classroom, as far as not having recess or anything, I know that the teacher has uh, incentives for the students where at the end of the day, if, if they've gotten so much accomplished or something like that, that they would have some gym time, some extra gym time. Oh, that's good. Okay. So that... I don't, I don't know what all she does, but I know that she does have incentives like that. Mm-hmm. That's really good to get the kids, you know, that um, that kinesthetic movement and get the energy going and also, you know, releases dopamine in the brain and, you know, gets you um, that happy feeling, you know, that you want to keep more focused and, and, and going on with your, um, your tasks at hand. I know it's been proven exercise, you know, really is a good, good way to help with ADHD. Um, uh -huh. yeah. Have they used anything like um, 
bikes or anything in the classroom or um uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't think she has anything like that set up in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Now, when she, when Walker was in elementary school, I know that they had an exercise bicycle um, in the foyer near the office. And mm -hmm. uh, I know that he was sent to the bicycle, bicycle a few times to get his energy out and then come back to class. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we do anything like that in the high school. Hmm. That's a really good, um, that's also a good strategy to, to have, like, was it like a stationary bike that she had in the class for the kids? Yeah, they had it in the hallway near the office. Okay. The, and it was a stationary bike. Well, uh -huh. that's really cool. Now, something that the teacher that I work with in elementary school, mm -hmm. in our classroom, uh, she has exercise bands that she has tied around the front legs of the student's desk. Uh-huh. And they're, they're tied tight, and so then the student can bounce their feet on the exercise stand. Ah. Okay, they're so like... Now, if they're fidgety, yeah, if they're fidgety, then they can kick that band around. So there's like a fidget to focus um, strategy. Mm-hmm. Very mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. And and come to think of it, when Walker was younger, that you know, like with the creativity and the pretending and the playing school. Uh-huh. Because he was the teacher and he was up and walking around and being active and not just sitting still and stationary. Mm -hmm. That in turn helped him focus. Yep. Very but cool. it's um that method that the teacher that I work with, with the exercise bands on the desk, mm -hmm. that has helped a couple of our students a lot. Oh, yeah, I bet. With their fidgetiness. That's cool because, I mean, a lot of people do need to fidget, um, fidget to focus. Actually, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm, I'm holding like uh, these dangly bracelets. Yeah. I'm like just having them back and forth in my hands so that I can you know, be like focused on, on the questions and it, it does really help. It, uh, I think a lot of people have their own little quirks where, where they fidget with things or tap their foot or, you know, things like that. Everybody has their own little quirks, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh -huh. And whatever works. I mean, you know, some yeah. people use like stress balls or, um, you know, different um, things to focus, like even, um, I had this little squishy, like little, it was um, from a life is good. And it was like this little squishy ball thing. And I used that for a while and um, mm -hmm. it helped, like, you know, it helped to focus and it was really cool. Um, yeah. So what did, did Walker use any other things to, or, or like any of your kids that you work with in elementary school, did they use any other strategies to focus? Um. Uh, oh gosh, off the top of my head, I have to think about that. I know there's other strategies, but I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the one, if you could give parents out there a, some advice on how to have a positive school outcome with their ADHD child, what would you say? Having a sense of humor is so important. 
having a sense of humor and being on a personal level with the child, um, being able to laugh. Mm -hmm. I know that's important. Um, patience, a lot of patience, and always following through. Following through is extremely important. If you say something's going to happen, uh, as a consequence or whatever the case may be, it's very important to follow through. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yes, I, I, I think that's definitely true. It's, it's very good. Very good. Um, yeah, we all have to have a sense of humor. It's, um, it makes life easier, <laughs> you know, even if we're not on this, even if you're not on the spectrum of, um, you know, ADHD and things, it, a sense of humor always makes life lighter and happier. I mean, it's. And being able to be flexible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So many health benefits to that also. Um, I've, and I've, some of my clients that I've had have been like so black and white, like black and white thinking, you know, it's, it's got to be perfect or it's, it's not, you know, acceptable. And I think there's a point where, where you have to choose, you know, well, how, how is this going to be acceptable? Even if it's not perfect, you know, pick your battles type of thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your choices. Um, yeah. I kind of, I've, I've gotten that way with my house with the, <laughs> you know, um, with things. I mean, I used to be like, so, Oh, if things aren't, totally you know cleaned up I can't have anybody in my house and I've had people in my house and my house has been really messy lately <laughs> I'm just like I'm sorry I didn't get to it yet um but it's one of those things where there's so much going on right now with the renovations that we're doing you know that um it's just like oh it's just not you know how how important is this going to be like five years down the road right <laughs> that's the way you think of it yep yep um you know, uh, you asked me about, about strategies with the kids, and I was just thinking another important thing is for them to know that they have your trust. Mm -hmm. It's important for them to know that they have, their, that they have your trust, and uh, oh, I was going to say something else, and now I forget. So a good rapport with them. Um, um with the student, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, I think you really shed a lot of insight into, um, you know, what what students need at varying ages, and with your experience. So you've gone through like what little real little kids like first and second grade to high school, right? So you've um, had kind of the whole spec, the whole gamut of ages, right? Yeah, and even younger, too, because I worked in daycare for five years. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So when I was there, I was also, I was working with infants mm -hmm. through, through sixth grade. Wow. In different classrooms, depending on which classroom I was assigned to. Uh-huh. And so, like I said, now, currently, I'm with kindergarten through second grade. Very cool. So is there one age level that you like working with better than another, or does... I really, I really like the kinder, the kindergarten through second grade. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're a cool age. Everything's new to them. You know, they're all learning so much every day is, is a new adventure. Um, yeah. 
Well, I want to thank you so much for, for um, doing the podcast with me tonight. And uh, it really shed some light on some things. I hope that other parents that are listening have been um, educated from uh, Shelly's talk. And I just want to thank you so much for being on again and wish you and Walker a really good school year. And I wish all the listeners out there and all the parents, all the kids, uh, have a wonderful school year and keep the strategies in mind for success. And we'll do, we're going to be doing more talks on um, successful strategies for school. I just want to say thanks again to, to, to Shelly and um, wish you and Walker all the best in the school, coming school year. <laughs> Thank you. Let me know if you need anything else. We can talk some more. Great. Fantastic. Yes, I'd love to have you on again. And thank you so much for coming on. I all right, really cool. appreciate it. All righty. Thanks again. Sure. Talk to you later. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.